0: We're in the Gemara here and the Avchavah Vamed Aleph, two lines from the top of the Yomud. This is a continuation of the Sugya of a oisig b'mitzvah, patta men a-mitzvah. Individual that's doing one mitzvah is exempt of doing another. Tan yomud abchananye ben akavye kaysveh, sfarim, Tfillin or mezuzis. Seifer, that's writing sefretire, or Tfillin or mezuzis, Hain they themselves, Tagareyan, merchants that are selling it for them, the Tagre and other merchants that buy it from these merchants to sell it as well, the and all the others that are involved in this melech of these tefetayre uh, and tfillin, and the Gemara says, who does this refer to? It's, it's coming to be Marba something else. La suye, moichre people that sell the tcheiles that's needed for tfillin. Sorry, for the tzitzis that is. the mikriyishma, the potter from the midst of Umenat from the mitzvah of davening, umenat and from the mitzvah of tefillin. Umi mitzvah Sam and the potter of all mitzvahs in the Torah. Tefilah says the only reason the Gemara pointed out these three is because in the Braise before when it spoke about another opinion which said that the Isaac be mitzvah is still hive in another mitzvah, but these three mitzvot are unique because they demand kavana, so it mentions it here as well. So the potter, the kaim again, we call mitzvah samur is betaira, they are a potter from being with all mitzvahs in the Teireh. Debrei Rab'yaisiak Glili. This is opinion of Rab'yaisiak Lili. Glili. Rab'yaisiak Lili. Aymeh ha'oysik be mitzvah, potter mitzvah. If you're involved in one mitzvah, you're potter of doing another mitzvah. I think I'm going to start a new subject. Ton Rabbonon, we learnt in Abraiseh. Hoylcheidrochim yaim People that are traveling on the way during the day. Pturin mena a sukkah A potter of being in the sukkah during the day. So, Rasha here explains that the reason for this is, and we'll see it soon in the Gemara itself, because the mitzvah of sukkah says, You only have a mitzvah to sit in the sukkah in the same way that you are in your house. So, just like all year, when a person lives in his house, so he'll go out on a way, he leaves his house to go for a business trip or whatever else it is. And then he's not in his home. He's out in the field or on the road and he sleeps outdoors and he stays out. He eats outdoors. So the same thing also when I get to the time of sukkahs. He's not chayiv to be in the sukkah during the day when he's traveling and he's out on the road. in However, at night, when the person goes back into an area where he's uh, stopping and he's staying over in a house, in a hotel. So in that time, you chayiv in the sukkah by night. People that are traveling at night time, They're potter from the sukkah at night. And by day, when they're not traveling on the road, and they're in a place where they're in a house, so over here they can go into a sukkah. so they're in the midst of sukeh. People that are traveling, and they're traveling both day and night, They will be potter from the midst of sukkah both daytime and nighttime those that are traveling for the purpose of a mitzvah. So also, the potter from the mitzvah both by day and by night. So Rashi here says the reason is because it's a tirde. It's going to be too much of a hassle for them to go and find the sukkah by night and it'll take them off their occupation of the mitzvah. But I mentioned before already on Davch of Hay uh, hey, that uh, there's machloikis of Rashi and Teisvis regarding this is it only in a case, Taisva says, this is only in a case where they can't do both together. He can't be in the sukkah and continue on his way to the mitzvah, it's going to disturb. But if it's possible, then you do have to do both of them. Whereas from Rashi here, you see Rashi says that as long as it's even just a tirde and doyagim, that it's going to be something that is going to take you out of this preoccupation you have of the mitzvah, even if it's possible to do both, you're not obligated to be in the sukkah, even at night when you're going for a mitzvah. So when they came for a Shabbos of Tov Sukis to the Reish Galusa, so Sohavagno Araqsa the they slept out of the sukkah on the riverbank of Surah. Umri they said, anan mitzvah, nan, we are occupied with a mitzvah of Puturin, and we're putter from the mitzvah of sukkah. Tana we learned in the B'raiseh. So in this previous B'raiseh we just learned here, the Gemara introduced a new concept that the mitzvah of sukkah you're only obligated to fulfill when it's teishvu ke'ein tadudu. If you live in your house this way, that's how you're supposed to be in the sukkah. But if you're on, your, on the road then you don't stay in your house when you go on the road, so you're not chayv in the mitzvah of sukkah then either. This is the source of the concept, as we'll see in the continuation of the Omad here, of mitztair potamana sukkah. If someone has pain by being in the sukkah, so then you don't live in your house that way, so you're not obligated to be in the sukkah that way. So Taner we learned, shaimre Ha'ir People that are the guards of a city. So they go out of their house and they walk around the city at night to protect the people in the city. Bayaim, Peturim in sukkah So again, the Shemrei the ones that guard the city by day. So they're Peturim in sukkah They're exempt from the mitzvah by day because they're busy walking around. So just like All year, they go out of their house during the day. So, so too now during sukkahs, they don't have to be in a sukkah. But by night, they go back home, so they have to be in a sukkah. Those guards of the city at night time, are potter from the mitzvah of sukkah at night. In daytime, when they go back home, they have in the mitzvah of sukkah. Those guards that are guards daytime and nighttime, Tureh ben asuker bein b'ayim ubein A potter from the mitzvah suke daytime and nighttime. Shamere ganezu pardesim. people that are guards in, in gardens or in orchards. Tureh bein b'ayim ubein b'alayla. they are guards there for for their for their fields, daytime and nighttime. So they're potter from the mitzvah both daytime and nighttime. What's, why, why can't they? They're not walking around. People that are guarding the city, they walk around around the city, so they're not in one location, so they're not even indoors at all. But these are people that are in one place, by their field. So, let them build a sukkah there by their field. And they'll sit in the sukkah, and they'll protect their field while they're sitting in the sukkah. So, Abayom Abayi says, that the reason they're potter is because of to Tadudu, that the Teireh is Machayiv, the mitzvah of sukkah, to be in it the way you are in your house. The mitzvah is in your house, you have a table, chair, bed, and every all the other kelim you have in your house, and that's the way you sit in the sukkah. So, if you hear this person that's outdoors and he's in, he's, he's in this little hut that's in the field and he's watching his uh, fruits and his vegetables, whatever he has, there's no place to live there properly with all of his furniture or whatever he needs in the sukkah, similar to his house. So, since you can't fulfill it like Tashri Cain Tadudu, there's no mitzvah here. The that Rashi here brings, this is a lashon that the Al-Tarebbe actually quotes in Shulchan Aruch, so Rashi says, This is the very mitzvah. How do we define the mitzvah of sukkah? It's not just about being in the sukkah, eating in the sukkah, it's to live in the sukkah. To live in the sukkah like you live in your house with everything that you have in your house. So therefore, there's no mitzvah to do this when you're guarding a field and you can't bring everything there. Rav Rava gives a different reason. A breach summons a thief. It's an expression meaning over here. If this person is going to sit in a sukkah, a sukkah has to have three walls, and he's surrounded, and he can't properly have the view of his garden to protect everything. So a ganav notices this, and he'll have a place that will be able to come in, and the person he won't be noticed. So therefore, you can't we're not we're not obligating him to be in a place where he's going to have to lose his money, lose allow a Ghanaf to come inside. My benayim, what's the difference between? Abaya's answer and Rava's answer, Rava's interpretation. the difference is the command karya de Peri. If he's not guarding an entire area, a big field, it's just one pile of fruits, and he could do that. Even sitting in a sukkah, it has an opening of one wall, and he could see the entire pile of fruits, so then he can sit in the sukkah and it doesn't he can do both at the same time, according to Rava. According to Abaya though, the issue is Teshva Kane Taduru. So in this place outside he can't bring, he can't be there, live there like he does in his house, so therefore you're not to do the mitzvah here, even in a case where you could guard your fruits. In the Mishnah it said that people that are sick and the people serving them are potter from the sukkah. The sick person that is potter from the sukkah that it said in the Mishnah. We're not talking about a person that's critically ill, that is in a danger. So, him, it's neat, obviously, he's not obligated to the mitzvah. Even a chayle that's not in danger. Even if he has pain in his eyes, and in a case where his eyes are not in danger, he has a headache. He's still a potter from the mitzvah of sukkah. Rabbi Shem Megam Gamliel said, One time, I was in the city of Kesari. And I had a pain in my eyes. V'hitter <speaking in Hebrew> Rabbi Yosi Biribi, the Great One, which Rashi says is Rabbi Yosi ben Khalafta. He gave me a heter, lishon, to sleep. Ani <speaking in> umeshamshi <Hebrew> me and my servants chutz la'soke outside the sukkah. Rav. He gave a head to Ravacha Migna to sleep be kilsa be inside a kila, which is this little canopy that's over a bed inside a sukkah. We had this before, and as Rashi says, we're talking over here about a kila that is something that is a, is a um, oil for itself because we're talking here, even though it has a proper roof over it. Is a tefach and it has a height of 10 for itself, so it's a proper oil for itself. So when you're in there, you're not inside the sukkah. So Rav allowed him to be in the, inside this in that in this kila, not in the sukkah, Mishum Biki, because of these uh, flies or mosquitoes maybe that were biting him. So he allowed Rav Achabar to sleep outside of the sukkah because of the foul odor of a floor, there was some kind of a white floor that they put there in that area and it created a bad uh, smell and he allowed him to sleep outside the Sukkot. The Rav that gave this to follows his opinion, the Oma So Ravi said, and here's the Klal, If you have pain being in the sukkah, you potter it from the Mitzvah of the sukkah. And this is the reason for the other cases that I said over here, all these, this is a so he's part from the Sukkot. In the Mishnah we learn, People that are sick and the people that serve them, they are part from the sukkah. So from this it seems not every mitzvah is part from the Sukkot. A person that's sick is part from the sukkah. Mitztair loy. A person that just has a pain being in the sukkah is discomfort, maybe he has to overcome that and still stay in the sukkah. Amri, so the Gemara answer is no. In the Mishnah, when it said that a chayla is pater, it's not excluding a metztair. Over there the chiddush of a chayla is, he and the people serving him are going to be pater. Metztair, a person that has pain being in the sukkah, who pater, so only he's going to be pater, but mesham shavloi, he doesn't need anybody else to serve him, so the other people, there's no Mishamshim that are going to be potter from the sukkah. So the, the Chayle, the reason why the Mishamshim are potter, so the al says because they are being isik be mitzvah. If they're attending to a sick person, they're doing a mitzvah, and isik be mitzvah, potter man a mitzvah, that's the reason why the Mishamshim are potter from the sukkah. So, the next thing that said of the Mishnah was, Oichlin Aray, Oichlin You can eat food temporarily, a snack outside the sukkah. How much food is considered to be just a snack? The amount of the size of two or three eggs so asks Yosef, be? but v'azimnin many times, sag'i bahach'i, it's enough for a person to eat this amount, and This is a very established meal that he's eating and it fills him. al'om so therefore says, rav It's like the yeshiva students, before they entered into the shir, into the drasha, and they were concerned that it's going to last very long, so they wanted to quickly grab something before to eat, then they eat something quickly, That's the shir that's considered to be a snack that you don't have to eat inside the sukkah. How much is this? So, Teisus over here says, It's one beya, a person swallows one egg. The throat of a person can swallow one egg. So he swallows one egg, that's, uh, kebeitse is considered to be achilas are. More than that is an achilas kva. You can eat a snack temporarily outside the sukkah. But to sleep outside the sukkah, a nap, that you're not allowed. My time. what's the difference? Because we're concerned, a person going to sleep, he may fall into a deep sleep and sleep longer. Abayas, asks, if that's the reason, This is it says in You're allowed to sleep, a temporary nap in tefillin. But you're not allowed to sleep, uh, full sleep, in, uh, in your tefillin. And the reason is, as Rashi says, you may come to pass gaz while you're sleeping in the tefillin, and it's a bizarre, you're embarrassing the tefillin. But Leich Hashem, why aren't we concerned that the person may fall into deep sleep, like we say regarding sukkah. So it's interesting, the Shagasaya points out the mitzvah of sukkah is a mitzvah menateira. The mitzvah, the, the problem of sleeping in tefillin, is just an issue of midrabanon that it's a, shaloyafiyachban. So how is the Gemara comparing the two? Maybe by the sukkah, where it's a mitzvah menatayra to sleep in the sukkah. Their chacham made gzeira. So the Shagasai answers because a person passing gas wearing tefillin is a bza'im for the mitzvah. The Gemara feels that it could compare this issue of embarrassing a mitzvah to a mitzvah menatayra. That's why it asks the question. So Shinas That the reason why it's not an issue to sleep in the Tefillah Shinas is because there's others that are that he's appointing to take responsibility that he shouldn't fall asleep. That's the only case when you're allowed to sleep in Tefillah Ashinas Aray. Maskiv L'Av Mesharshiya. asks on this answer. How does that help? your guarantor that you won't fall asleep requires another guarantor that he shouldn't fall asleep. You can't rely on that. No, he himself is doing something that he won't fall asleep deeply. Over there when it says that you can sleep in your tefillin temporarily is because he places his head between his knees in such a position that he's not going to fall asleep in a long, in a long sleep. That's why you're allowed to sleep that way in tefillin. Rav Rava Rav gives a different answer. Ein kva When it comes to sleep, there's no such a thing of a temporary sleep or a long sleep. Not this. He's saying this regarding sukkah. Sukkah, the mitzvah is that you must sleep in the sukkah. Now, there's no. So when sleep. Sometimes a person from a very very short nap can get the rest he needs. And sometimes he needs a long, a longer sleep to get the rest he needs. So therefore, regarding the mitzvah of sleeping in the sukkah, there's no shear, there's no difference, and therefore you have to, you have to always sleep inside the sukkah. That's, um, we, 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 that's the reason why it's not like food. By food, it, it is a full meal satisfies you and a snack doesn't. But by sleep, it's not that way. Sometimes a short sleep fully satisfies you. So therefore, you always have to sleep in the sukkah. Whereas regarding tefillin, where the concern is, we're not concerned that that will happen if this is just a nap. Whereas if a person sleeps a long sleep, we're concerned that will happen. Therefore, you're not allowed to sleep in the tefillin that way. And the Gemara brings a few different Braises regarding tefillin. Tani Chodeh. In one Braise it says Yoshanodam Nodem Tefillin You're allowed to sleep in your tefillin temporarily, a nap. Avoloi Shinas Kva. Not a longer sleep. Tani edoch In another Braise it says Ben Kva Ben Aray. Either way, you're allowed to sleep in the tefillin. Tani edoch In a third Braise it says Loi Kva You're not allowed to sleep in tefillin. Whether it's a long long sleep or a nap, is not allowed. So what are these three Braises speaking about? There's no contradiction here, it's different scenarios. the When it says he's not allowed to sleep in his tefillin at all, not a long sleep, not a nap, it's because he's actually holding his tefillin in his hands. So we're concerned that the tefillin will fall out of his hands if he just falls asleep even a, even a nap. the Then there's the case where the person is wearing the tefillin. So if he's wearing the tefillin, as we said before, the distinction that he's, not, he's allowed to take a nap. We're not concerned that it'll pass gas. But he's not allowed to sleep a long sleep because we are concerned for that. And ho, the pot is sudre ilave, and the bodhis that says that he can sleep in the, even a longer sleep, is when he took off the tefillin and he wrapped it in a, a sudr, in a handkerchief. And he's sleeping beside his tefillin. So he's not sleeping with the tefillin on it, but he's sleeping right near his tefillin. He has nowhere else to put his tefillin, so he's allowed to sleep then. The kamosh shina Now the Gemara asks, when we keep on saying a nap, shina what is the length of time that is considered to be a temporary sleep? Tani The length of time it takes to go a hundred amas. Tani This was said in a as well. Hayoshon A person that sleeps in tefillin, and he sees a seminal omission. So he grabs on to the. Straps of the tefillin in order to take it off. But v'eina oiches b'k'tzitze. He shouldn't hold on to the box, unto the bottom of the tefillin themselves if you saw Yaakov. That's Rab Yaakov's opinion. Chachamem oimrim. Chachamem say, Yoshon adam b'tfillin shina A person is allowed to sleep in the tefillin, a nap. Avoloi shinas k'va. But not a longer sleep. And the Kama what's considered to be just a nap, the length it takes to go, a hundred amas. So you see it says this Shear in the Braisa. So we're speaking about sleep and taking a nap. So the Gemara brings it, Rav said a person shouldn't take a nap by day, longer than the time that a, that a, that a horse sleeps. The sasos. What's the length of a time that a horse sleeps? Shittan Nishmi, 60 breaths. Rashir says you shouldn't sleep during the day because of Bittl tayra. The day is the time that a person is supposed to be learning, not taking, uh, not going to sleep. There's uh, many different shit that's to how long this uh, shit Nishmi, or the, the horse, how long he sleeps. Anywhere between three hours or three minutes and everything in between. So there's, there's different shit about this. It's brought in Shulchan Aruch, this halacha. The sleep of the master. He's talking about the sleep during the day and he's referring to his rebbe, which is rabbe. Kederav is the same long as his rebbe, which was Rav. Uderav and Rav during the day, if you took a nap, how long was it also? Kederabbi. As long as his teacher, which was rabbi. Uderabbi, Kederavid. And the length of how long Rebbi rabbi slept during the day was like by David al-Melech. Uderavid, and David only slept as long as a horse sleeps. And the length of the sleep of a horse is sixty breaths. Abaye was sleeping during the day, he would go to sleep by day. kuvi, As long as it takes to go from Pompidisi, Pompidisi that is, to Be'y Kuvie. So Kareyale Rav Yosef, Rav said about him and then said to him, until when are you lazy, tishka, have to sleep? Masai talk a When will you get up from your sleep? Apostol kemishle, so he felt that he was sleeping too long. Person that's going into bed during the day to sleep. So he's wearing his tefillin. In mean, those times it was customary to wear the tefillin during the whole day. So he's going into bed during the day. If he wants, he removes the tefillin. And if he wants, he can wear the tefillin. And the reason is, as Rashi says, because he's not going to sleep during the day. You're not supposed to sleep for too long. So he won't sleep for too long. And also, his wife is not there with him. There's no matter relations during the day. So we're not concerned about that. However, you go to sleep at night, you have to remove your tefillin, and you don't put it on. Rabyasiya Rabbi Rabyasi says, Hayuladim, the younger, the bachram, the younger people, la Even they go into bed during the day, they should take off the tfilin. they shouldn't leave it on, because it's more common by them that they should have a tumma, they should see tumma, and therefore they shouldn't be wearing tefillin when they go into bed. Should we say that Rabbi holds that Rab a Balkhari is not allowed to put on tefillin? So the Mafarsha asked on this, how do we see that Rabbi holds this? All Rabbi said was that he's concerned that while you're wearing the tefillin, you'll see tuma, But not that a Balkhari that saw tuma before and didn't go to the mikveh yet is not allowed to put on tefillin. So the Torah says, if Rabbi Yisi wouldn't hold that a valkeri is not allowed to wear tefillin, he wouldn't be choshish for this chashash. He wouldn't have this concern that maybe he'll be seeing keri while he's wearing the tefillin. Because he held that a valkeri is bachlal not allowed to put on tefillin, so therefore he was also geyser that you shouldn't wear tefillin when you go into bed, because you might become a balkari. But there's another question on this Gemara. The Gemara asks the question, should we say that Rabbi Yisi holds that a valkeri is not allowed to put on tefillin? What's the question? Yes, maybe that's what Rabbi Yishei holds. We know there's different things. That there's a whole sugi in Brochis about exedra of Tfilas Ezra, that uh, a shouldn't daven and so on, say certain brachus So why uh, why is it such a big pellet to the Gemara? So there's a letter from the Rebbe, and in it, amongst other things, the Rebbe says pshat Gemara that the exedra of a Balkeri was specifically beneged to dibur, not to speak, divrei not to davin, but not to the action of a mitzvah. And the reason is, the rabbi says, because according to Kabbalah, according to Sefer Yitzireh and other places, the bris haloshen, the, the way a person uses his mouth and the words he says, is connected to the bris milah, to, to, the, to the keri. And therefore, when a person is a balkeri, he can't say, divre those two things are connected to one another. But a a mitzvah, it was poshit to the gemara, that a balkeri could still fulfill a mitzvah. So the Gemara says, the Gemara answers, no, the issue is not to carry. We're talking about younger people that are married and they have their wives with them, Askinon. That's what we're speaking about. And the issue is, Maybe they'll, uh, they'll um, get into the habit of wearing the tefillin even while they're with their wives and then they're embarrassing the tefillin Tonera we learned nabraise, shokach, vishimish Mitase tefillin. A person forgot and he has marital relations while he's wearing tefillin. Eine euches, loibir tzoshu, you shouldn't touch his tefillin. You shouldn't grab onto the tefillin, not in the straps, vloibik tzitze, not in the tefillin, the box itself. At, she yitl yodov, until he washes his hands, v yitleim, and then he can take off the tefillin. If nay, shall you die in Masconi is saying the hands are occupied and may have touched in not sneezed good places and became tomate, so therefore you should not touch at all the fill in with your hands.